Hello, and a good morning, Bitcoiners. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Finally Friday. Uh, here, as always, with my dog, Ruby, and Ben Tuan. What is up? How are we doing today? Uh, we're doing all right. Um, Bitcoin just broke 15K, which is something that we want to talk a lot about with you guys <laughs> right now, because I know that is really the buzz that is happening here. Um, as always, I want to thank my sponsors, uh, Cake Wallet for Monero. They are the number one Monero wallet uh, for iOS and Android. You can find them at Cake Wallet on Twitter or CakeWallet.com. Uh, thank you so much, guys. And thank you to everyone who is joining us right now. We had a bit of a glitch there in the beginning where it didn't tell me who was here, but now I can see that you're all here. Um, Bitcoin broke 15K. Um, I'd like to just remind everybody because Bitcoin moves so quickly and crypto has been moving so quickly. We were literally at like 11K last week, like a few days ago even. Yeah. 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 So, so that's a really, really big jump, guys. Um, and, and it's moving really quickly and it's starting to feel a lot like sort of the parabolic times of 2017. And I know that people are getting hyped up. Um, I am one of them. Uh, I'd like to casually remind people, and this is what we're going to get into a little bit today, um, diversifying your portfolio, uh, especially in moments when Bitcoin is pumping up really heavy. Um, something that's important to remember is while we hodl Bitcoin, while we all want to be a part of that 1% with the 21 million Bitcoin, um, hedging is always a fair idea, right? I'm not telling you necessarily that you have to sell your Bitcoin, that you should buy alts, that you should buy stable coins or anything like that. But I do think it's a good idea to talk about the diversification process in the case that Bitcoin does go back down, um, which is a very real possibility that we can't discount solely because we're feeling sort of parabolic. Exactly. And that's a great point. I think, uh, you know, Bitcoin is the gold standard, but there is risk involved with this and you have to be comfortable investing uh, money that you may possibly lose. And I think it's also under or important to understand these cycles that happen. So typically when we see a lot of these like bull run actions with Bitcoin, Ethereum tends to follow that, then followed by a lot of the other altcoins. So it's important to know when you're looking at your bag or portfolio and you're like, what the hell is going on with these altcoins? Bitcoin's pumping, but these aren't. It's, it's a cycle and they, it, it follows this cycle each time we see these big pumps in Bitcoin. Um, another thing I keep my eye on is something called the CME gaps, which is the Chicago Mercantile Exchange gaps. Are you, you have like any kind of, are you familiar with that? Have you heard of that? What I've seen the acronym. I'm not yes. very good at this. <laughs> All it is, is a futures market. And uh, I always look for gaps and I know a lot of the crypto accounts that I'm, I follow out there, crypto whale pomp talks about it a lot. These gaps tend to get, filled and the gaps all they are is when the market closes on the weekend so if it closes at a lower price point and then opens on a monday at a higher price point those gaps tend to get filled in the market space so i i've been paying attention to those a lot recently and there's this gap around ten thousand to eleven thousand dollars they keep saying is going to be filled so just understand this hype is awesome for bitcoin right now if you're riding this wave it is great times but just understand this this could all change very very quickly 
Yeah, um, absolutely. So like keep that in mind. And, and I think that, you know, when it comes to traditional market cycles as well, um, a lot of people like traditional Wall Street guys, it's funny because Tone Vase actually posts this often, but he posts a facetious version of it um, where we're following the sentiment of market cycles. And when you start to feel parabolic, when you start to feel like you can't go wrong, I don't know why my dog is growling at me. Um, <laughs> Uh, when you start to feel like you can't go wrong, that's often like a marker signal that we might be going back down. And, you know, it's not wrong. It's it's not wrong to think that way, to anticipate that there are going to be more dips. Um, and I think that we should anticipate that that might happen. I'm not telling you not to like hodl to the moon because I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't. Um, but in full transparency, right, I am not 100% in cryptocurrency. Um, so for people who follow me and might think that like I don't have money in a bank account. I have money in a bank account. Um, for further transparency, I would say it's probably like 23% of my net is in a bank account and that 77% is in cryptocurrency. Um, so people, when we talk about going all in, you need to find what's comfortable for you. Um, on a personal note, I, I get paid uh, through cryptocurrency, right? So I don't get paid in fiat dollars. It's important for me to have some sort of hedge or reserve in order to do things like pay bills. Um, remember to do things like pay your bills. Please don't just put everything into Bitcoin and uh, be unable to do so. So there are a lot of ways that we can hedge. Um, you know, obviously me continuing to hold money in a bank funnily enough is a hedge. Um, and I'm holding money in the bank. Um, and then we diversify in our portfolios as well. Like you said, ETH is a really, really great one. Um, obviously we know that ETH has a lot of functionality and dominance use case. People believe in ETH. Um, it's liquid and, and you, you know, it, it moves. Um, I believe in ETH. Uh, when it comes to the smaller altcoins, I like be super careful, guys. So like when it comes to my crypto portfolio, um, I, we talked about this a couple days ago in the group stream, but I had something like 66% Bitcoin and like my followers wanted it to be 69% because it's sexier. So I moved my assets around. I have 69% Bitcoin, <laughs> which is sexy and 17% uh, Ethereum followed by small amounts of alts. So that's just like me being transparent because I know that I'm really gun ho Bitcoin all the time, um, but I do not actually have like all of my funds in Bitcoin. Um, and I would I would caution people to, you know, uh, be reserved when it comes to making sure that you have capital to live on and and get by on, because the idea of fast money um, can overtake you in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, great advice. Um, I, I think I'm in a little bit different boat. Um, I've created a monthly budget. I know I've like talked about this a million times, but like I literally got my budget down to where all of my cash, I already knew how much all my bills were going to be. I knew how much my expenses were going to be each month. So I would allocate whatever I had left over and I would just put that into crypto and I would just kind of have this cash flow mechanism each month where I knew all my bills were going to be paid. Everything's on auto pay and then boom, the rest is going right into crypto. And for me, obviously, Bitcoin's the biggest exposure I have in my portfolio. Um, but, you know, it, it, it all depends on how you want to slice this up. I think ETH, like we talked about, it is programmable money. For those of you who kind of aren't familiar with ETH, 
I like to compare it to the little highway pass in your car. You're filling up this little highway pass in your car with ETH, and that's how you get around the highways of the crypto world. Um, and, and to get on the off ramps and on the highway, you got to pay this little fee sometimes with your little ETH card. Um, and that's why I love ETH. I think it's it's awesome to have in your portfolio. You use it. It's being used uh, in a lot of applications, especially being an NFT artist. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, having the portfolio diversified is very important. Also understanding the risk involved with crypto, very volatile. You have to be comfortable with that. It's true. And, you know, I have a friend um, who got really deep into the DeFi stuff, right? And this is like a long-term crypto friend who I've known for a while. Um, and he didn't used to have like a massive net worth or anything like that. You know, we're like, you know, the margarita buddies type thing. Um, and he made a ton of money on DeFi. When I say a ton of money, I mean like not big whale insane amounts of money, but like more than an average Joe Schmo would anticipate to make. Um, and me and him were having back and forth. We like get, have portfolio conversations similar to this. Like, should I adjust? Should I move this? What should I do? Um, what are you doing? Trying to sort of play off each other. Also, just, just if you're at home watching this right now, it's really, really uh, helpful to have a buddy to uh, sort of pass this information back and forth from. It's actually really stress relieving. Uh, right. It feels a lot better than just watching traders and people tweet sort of like ambiguous information information but we we yeah. passed back and forth and he's telling me he's in DeFi. he's going into these alts and this kind of thing we had a conversation yesterday because i pinged him like holy moly i'm making you know money like the the market's moving up um bitcoin's worth more like should i be doing so, like what should i do you know because i like to have that second guess i hit up girl gone crypto and was we we're having the same conversation um and, and he told me that he had lost almost all of his DeFi gains, mm -hmm. right? By yeah. not going back into Bitcoin. And so it, that's just like a sort of like a story about how quickly things can move, right? We just started talking about big DeFi gains only a couple months ago. He made a ton of cash. It's unrealized profit until you sell, right? So like you're not, you don't have that money until you actually sell it into USD. Um, so I guess that's just a warning story that you can lose everything you made just as quickly as you made it. Um, personally, I don't know if you guys remember months back in the beginning of the DeFi boom, I want to say late August, early September, um, I was talking about Algorand. Right. And I did mm -hmm. a little Periscope live stream where I talked about being really stressed out because I was going to bed one night and Algorand was at 75 cents. And I thought that it was going to keep going and I didn't know what to do. Um, and so I ended up selling like half of my bag at 66 cents, like the next morning it had already gone down. Today, Algorand is 25 cents. Um, <laughs> Algorand is 25 cents today, right? And I was really considering moonboying in my mind. I was like, this is my algo bag for fucking life, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm never letting go. Algo gonna do it. It's gonna be worth $50. And like, I'm, I just, I can't even do math. I'm, I'm just a moonboying all over the place. And, and it's 25 cents now. So like I had capitulated entirely um, like a, a little while back because I just was like, I'm not going to keep losing money on this algo bag. This is stupid. I've made a bad decision. Um, but it happens fast. Like, cause imagine I bought that algo at 30 cents, hit 75, sold at 66, then sold the rest at like 30, you know, it's mm -hmm. not, um, nothing is promised even when it looks like it's a really sure shot.
Yeah, it's so easy to fall into that trap too, where you're just like, I love this coin and I'm going to ride it. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's important to understand taking profits. So like, here's a question I want to pose to you right now with where Bitcoin is at almost getting close to this all time high. Are you kind of skimming off some profits here and maybe converting this into like a stable coin until the Bitcoin drops again? Like, what is your kind of how do you view this this time period where the hype is at an all time high greed index is at all time high? So I'm uh, mindful of things like taxes, right? So um, being mindful of things like taxes when you go in and out of Bitcoin to altcoins. So I, I sort of take that into consideration when it comes to skimming, right? So say I'm like trading a Bitcoin at 15K and then buying back in at 10K and now I have 1.5, but I've paid a 40% tax on every trade. Um, that's something to remember, guys. I know that most of you are actually probably not paying your taxes on every trade. I am not advocating for that. Dear IRS, let it be known that I have told all 120,000 plus of my followers that they must file their taxes. And I have alerted them to the fact that there will be a checkbox on the upcoming tax uh, forms that will tell them they must uh, report their cryptocurrency earnings. So I've got you guys um, internal revenue service. Don't even worry. That was a free spot. Um, I'll put a logo in the corner. Uh, we're going to get rid of Cake Wallet. I'm sponsored <laughs> by the IRS now. Um, but So anyway, there are taxes that have to be paid. Um, as far as skimming, I'm, I'm sort of mentally set on the idea of all-time high at 20K, right? So I don't. that might be really stupid. Um, and people should also be cognizant of the fact that right now at 15K, this is the... Um, the all-time high, this is the, the highest we've been since January 2018, right? So like mm -hmm. this high is really um, hasn't been met since the come down of the last bull run. And that in itself is a bit of an indicator when it comes to sentiment. So I have slight concerns that we just go down from here because I know a lot of people were waiting to hit levels similar to that January 2018, right? So like that's being considered a level. It's like 15.6, I think something like that. Um, and we hit it and we hit it and we stuck around it and we went back down. Um, so I, I don't know that I'm making the right decision and not selling, but like I have mental bets on 20K. Um, and at 20K, I plan on selling off, you know, a portion of my Bitcoin bags. Um, I, I said this to Girl Gone Crypto this morning. It's super funny because I have been going back and forth with her just like almost every single day. I, I send a message like, what? I'm freaking out. Or like, I'm so stressed. Or like, I'm really overwhelmed. Or like, am I going to lose everything? Are we getting rich? <laughs> I, I, the internet would love to see my personal DMs with Girl Gone Crypto. Um, but totally I do that every single day. Um, and, and, you know, for the last few days, uh, every single time I've, it's been more USD value. Um, and I told her today, like, I'm just going to plan on 20 K and it makes me comfortable right. Do things that make you comfortable. Like don't lose your mind over this stuff. Um, I say that a lot, but please guys, like, don't go crazy. Like if, if one number makes sense to you, just do that. Have that be your plan. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I think also too, if you, if you are, in the house of thought that Bitcoin will eventually be 100K. Like this is just kind of a drop in the bucket moment where you have to understand, you know, the ebbs and flows of this cycle. And I, I'm a believer that it, it is possible to get to that point. Um, just kind of seeing what's going on in the world today. It, it's 
it's bound to happen in my opinion just take that for a grain of salt but i mean 15k is a drop in the bucket if we're looking long term five ten years from now yeah, I agree with that. And, and I'd also like to note on like all of our 100K hopium, that 500K price prediction that the media keeps putting out, all this stuff. Um, there are times when I too don't believe it. You know, like I know that we all get down on it. Like every now and then it's okay to have the thought to yourself, like, am I wrong? You know, <laughs> like yeah. because there's a real possibility we're wrong. And I don't want to lie to everyone and say there's no possibility we're wrong. I think that this will adopt and that we will hit the 100K numbers. That's what I think. But I also, you know, have moments of doubt where I need to reassure that these are my beliefs. Um, there are many like moments of pep talks that I give myself <laughs> that like go something along the lines of like, like, don't get shaken out now. Like you tell everyone on the internet, it's going to 100K. Like don't be a little <laughs> bitch. Anyway, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I have pep talks with myself like all the time where I tell myself like, okay, if I'm out here doing what I do being crypto finally or whatever the fuck it is that's happening like I must <laughs> believe in what I'm saying and I right. do um but you know doubts uh, happen especially in volatile markets exactly doubts creep in March 2020 when Bitcoin went down to like 3800 you're kind of sitting there like is is this is this still gonna work like what's happening but I, I think at the end of the day you just have to understand it's it's an investment that is volatile you have to be willing to risk it to get the biscuit and sometimes that risk means that you're, you're gonna be riding these these lows of 3800 like we've seen in the past yeah and um i'd just like to add on our like last note we're running out of time here but um when it when it comes to sorry you said risk it to get the biscuit you had said something before that and i'm totally distracted by the fact that you said that <laughs> um, uh god it remind me what you were saying march 2020 okay um I'm tired of people uh, tweeting out saying stuff like you could have bought at 3K. Um, I'm tired of that sort of like nasty down talk to the community yeah. because I'll be completely honest with you. If you were holding and you saw like June 2019, 14K and then March 2023 K, you've already lost everything, right? You've yeah. already lost so much money. It's insane. Like, no, you're not thinking about putting more into the market. Um, mm -hmm. And so I want to just address that psychology because yes everyone could have bought at 3k um however uh someone just said there was a ghost behind me and that really scared me in a major way um please don't say shit like that to me uh ever again thank you um like ever like i can't even continue my thought right now but uh, you don't want to a lot of people are going to be frightened of putting their money in at 3k i can't focus i'm looking for I think this room is haunted. I, I like rich, rich at home. You don't know that I really think this room's haunted. Um, <laughs> I've never said that out loud before. <laughs> but a lot of people don't want to put their money back in at 3K because they're worried that it's going to keep going down if you've already lost 10K. I'm getting really bad vibes in here now. So I think we should close the line. Yeah. Out. Get out of here. Be like ghost taking care of. I'm going to ask that nobody ever fucking leave a comment like this ever again in any of my videos. <laughs> ever. That Maybe. is kind of creepy. Is it Scary. the pillow? <laughs> Let me show you guys this. Oh, yeah. Let's let's show them that real okay, quick. Okay, guys. So I, if you haven't noticed yet, I did a whole thing here in my room that's haunted. Um, this is an, a digital, a physical NFT gallery. I don't know if these are the ghosts you're talking about. 
But look. <laughs> Those anyway, are great. Just debuting, just debuting all I've done here. Um, thank you to Strange NFT, Rari Pepe, all of the creators uh, who I'll be thanking more later. Anyway, um, I white saged in here the other day, literally like a week ago. So nice. Not kidding about the ghost shit. Anyway, I'm going to get off this live stream. Thank you all for joining <laughs> us. We're going to stop talking about the paranormal. Um, <laughs> we will be back again uh, next Friday at 12 p.m. EST. Actually, depending, I might be in Miami with Girl Gone Crypto uh, next week. Mm -hmm. But if I am not, we will be doing this live stream. I'll keep you guys posted on all of that. Um, thank you for joining us. Sorry for the ghosts. Um <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bitcoiners. Bye, guys. Bye.